Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Awaken and Empower. Thank you for joining me and sharing space with me and allowing my voice to travel into your heart. (laughs) I've got a really loving episode lined up for you today. And as you can see from the title of today's episode, you'll know that we'll be talking about acts of radical self-love. We all deserve to love ourselves a little more or a lot more. And I hope this episode helps you do just that. Before we get into that, I just wanted to remind you that my newest coaching program is open and available to you. If you're new around here and you don't know what I'm talking about, first of all, hi. And also just head back to the episode before this, which was episode 17. Because in that episode, I shared all about my new offer, Embrace Your Transformation, which is a four-week, one-to-one self-empowerment coaching experience to invite powerful transformation within yourself and in your life. I shared last week that I've been feeling really called lately to offer a short-term and more cost-accessible option for my coaching because I believe everyone deserves to experience the wide array of benefits that can come with receiving coaching and I would never want money or time to be the things that hold someone back from experiencing it for themselves. And it just felt so right for me to bring a new, short-term, and less expensive option to life. So you can learn all about it in episode 17 of the podcast or on my coaching services page on my website. And I'll just share a quick rundown of it right now too, because why not? (laughs) So Embrace Your Transformation is four one-hour sessions that we'd have together on Zoom. We can do these sessions weekly or bi-weekly according to your preference. And these sessions are really a chance for us to explore and work through a specific aspect of your sense of self or an area of your life that you'd like to transform. There are many avenues we could wander down in order to bring about transformation for you. And it really depends on your situation and what you believe you need. My role is to meet you where you are and support you in whatever ways you need me to. We can also chat between sessions over text message or email or voice notes. And the cost of the program is $300 Canadian and you can either pay in one payment of $300 or two payments of $150. My prices are in Canadian dollars because I'm in Canada. So if you're in another country, the price will be different. So just make sure you're aware of the conversion. And if you sign up by May 31st, 2021, you will receive some perks, which include 25% off the price. So you'd pay $225 Canadian instead of $300. And you'll also receive a bonus Oracle card reading and integration session. So you'll get five sessions instead of four. And in that bonus session, we can do some oracle card pulls to help you set intentions and reflect on the work we did together in the previous sessions. And it just gives us some free space to wrap things up and do whatever you need to do to set yourself up for success after the program is done. Now, I encourage anyone who is interested in any of my coaching programs to first take part in a free coaching conversation session. This two-hour session is a chance for us to get to know each other and for you to get your questions answered and to see how our energies match up. And it's also a chance for you to receive some complimentary coaching. I'll guide you through a coaching session on whatever you think you need some help with. 
So yeah, I like offering this session first because it's a free and no obligation space for us to connect and for you to experience what coaching is and what my style of coaching is and how it could impact you in your life. And if after the session you decide it's just not for you, that's totally cool. You just saved yourself the trouble of committing to a coaching program that wouldn't have been a good fit for you. So doing a coaching conversation does not obligate you to sign up for paid coaching with me at all. I will respect your decision, whatever it is. But if you schedule a coaching conversation with me sometime in May, you don't have to do the session in May. You could just schedule it before the end of May for sometime in like June or July or whatever works for you. As long as you connect with me and do the act of scheduling sometime before May is complete and you decide you'd like to sign up for Embrace Your Transformation, you will receive the 25% off and the bonus session. I will continue to offer this program after May is done, of course. The price will just go up to its regular price of $300 and the program won't include the bonus session. So if you're even the slightest bit interested, reach out to me at my email, which is shaylenivany at livingembrace.ca or on the contact me page on livingembrace.ca or on Instagram at living.embrace. And we can get your coaching conversation all set up for you. And if it feels right for you, I will welcome you into the Embrace Your Transformation program. If you have any questions at all, reach out to me. I'm here for you. I'd love to connect with you. And I'd be honored to meet you where you are and support you in whatever way you need so that you can embrace your transformation. Okay, now let's get into some self-love. So what is self-love? I've talked about self-love before way back in the Pillars of Your Sense of Self episode, which was episode number seven. And in that episode, I shared that in the simplest sense, self-love can be defined as the act of loving yourself for who you truly are. It's about loving yourself for all your strengths and weaknesses, your flaws and imperfections, your quirks and your beauty, everything you are and everything you're not. Self-love comes from within, and it isn't dependent on anything you do in your external life. You can love yourself no matter what you're going through, or what you've done, or what you've succeeded or failed at. Self-love is always available to you. So maybe just take a second and think about the current state of your self-love. Is it strong? Is it weak? Do you have an awareness of it? How do you show yourself love? What do you do to just love on yourself? This is a very personalized subject, so your relationship with your self-love is unique to you, but I believe that everyone in this world deserves to truly and wholeheartedly love themselves because the most important relationship and the longest relationship you'll ever have is with yourself. So you might as well love yourself because you are stuck with you forever. If you want to dive into your self-love even more, I do offer a free self-love journal on my website. It's one of the free downloadable resources that I offer, and I'll put a link to that and all of my other free resources in the show notes in case you're interested in those. Now, today we're talking about acts of radical self-love, and I'm describing them as radical for a few reasons. These acts of self-love are radical because they are designed to serve you and your highest good. They are a chance for you to unapologetically serve yourself, take care of yourself, and love yourself. These aren't half-ass attempts at self-love. When done with intention and commitment, 
These five acts have the potential to truly enhance and transform the way you love yourself. And these are also radical because they are just for you, and they may require you to put yourself first. What a crazy concept, right? Putting yourself first. How dare you? But seriously, self-love, and especially radical self-love, requires you to prioritize yourself and your well-being, even if that sometimes means you have to put other things or other people or the societal narratives of who you should be and how you should be spending your time to the side. You are allowed to do that. It might not make everyone around you happy. It might not line up with the arbitrary expectations of your external world. But if someone gets offended that you're putting yourself first, then maybe they don't deserve to take up space in your life. (laughs) My point is these acts of self-love are radical because they are just for you and your highest good. And that is not selfish or greedy or naive. It's honoring your mind, body, and soul. It's embracing who you are, and it's putting yourself first. It's shedding the expectations and pressures and narratives forced upon you by other people and society and media and the culture and the patriarchy so that you can live your life for you and not for anyone or anything else. So if you're ready to do that, then keep on listening because I'm going to share five acts of radical self-love that you can start bringing into your life right away. Okay, so the first act of radical self-love is protecting your boundaries. Boundaries are such an important part of taking care of yourself, and protecting them is a crucial part of learning how to love yourself. Setting boundaries and sticking to them allows you to show others how you deserve to be treated, and it communicates to others that you have worth. It's part of defining who you are and what is acceptable to you. You could have physical boundaries, emotional boundaries, time boundaries, social boundaries, material boundaries. Discovering what your boundaries are in all areas of your life and sense of self and deciding to stick to them and protect them is a radical act of self-love. Having healthy boundaries is super important. When you have healthy boundaries, you value your own opinion, you don't compromise your values for the benefit of others, you know your personal wants and needs, and you know how to communicate them, and you can comfortably say no to people. Saying no is such a huge part of protecting your boundaries, and I know saying no can be hard for some people. It definitely was, and kind of still is for me. When you say no to someone, you may think you're letting them down or disappointing them or being selfish, but really, you're just serving yourself and protecting your boundaries. There's nothing wrong with saying no, and you also don't need to justify why you're saying no. No is a full sentence. You don't need to explain yourself if you don't want to. You can just say no and be done with it. Boundaries can be especially hard if you're a people pleaser, I'm also raising my hand for that because I used to be a huge people pleaser and I'm still recovering from that. So boundaries are even more important if you always find yourself feeling the need to please others at the expense of your own well-being. Be aware of your boundaries and stick to them, even if that may make someone else upset. How they respond to you has more to do with them than it has to do with you. So yeah, protecting your boundaries is a really great example of radical self-love because it allows you to take care of your well-being, it shows others how you deserve to be treated, and it helps you serve yourself and your highest good. 
Our next act of radical self-love is fulfilling your needs. We all have the basic needs for survival, like food and water and shelter, but we also have more nuanced needs, like our need for connection, freedom, and meaning. I think when needs come up, we often think of physical needs because we need those to survive as a human. But I think it's also important to be aware of your emotional and mental and spiritual needs as well. Your needs are things you just can't live without. They may even be non-negotiables in your life. And they're anything you think just absolutely needs to be present in your life in order for you to not just survive, but also thrive. So an example for me would be alone time. Because like I've shared before, I'm an introvert in every sense of the word, and I'm also a highly sensitive person and an empath. So I take in the energies around me more easily, and I'm more impacted by them compared to someone who isn't a highly sensitive introvert and empath. I get overly stimulated easily, and I have limits to how much social interaction I can handle. And hey, that kind of ties back to boundaries too. I have boundaries when it comes to social interaction and just being around other people in general. I know I can't handle a lot of that, so I need to protect my boundaries so that I can take care of my highly sensitive, introverted soul. (laughs) And in order to do that, I need alone time to recharge and just be away from the world and replenish my energy. I'd love to do a whole episode on being an introvert and a highly sensitive person and an empath, so maybe I'll do that soon because I know a lot of people can relate, but for now, I'll say that because of who I am and the certain personality traits I have, I have certain needs, and the same goes for you too. Maybe you're an extrovert and you need social interaction. Maybe you're a spiritual person and you need to feel in connection with the universe or a higher power. Maybe you love physical activity, so you need to work out multiple times a week in order to take care of your physical, mental, and emotional health. Maybe you're an artist or creative in some way, and one of your needs is to find inspiration in life. Needs are not just about the things that help you survive, it's also about fulfilling yourself in a way that helps you thrive and brings more fulfillment and meaning and purpose to your life, because we need those things to survive too. Your needs are all dependent on who you are and what you most value in life. Fulfilling your needs is an act of radical self-love because it allows you to honor who you are and what is non-negotiable in life in order for you to be fulfilled in a very basic way. So needs help you survive physically, but also survive and thrive mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. If you don't fulfill your needs, you just can't live a full life. The third act of radical self-love is to satisfy your desires. Now, to me, desires are different from needs. Our needs give us life and help us survive and align directly with who we are at our core. Desires are similar to that, but they're more of the icing on the cake. Needs are the soil from which desires grow. Our desires enhance the life that our needs give us. And usually our desires aren't necessary for staying alive and they're not necessarily non-negotiable either. But our desires are just as important because they give life more meaning and purpose and helps us strengthen our connection to ourselves even more. Satisfying your desires is an act of radical self-love because it's a reminder that you are worthy of wanting more in life. Even though your desires may not be deemed as practical or responsible or logical, you deserve to satisfy them. If you desire to travel the world, do it. If you desire to start a business, do it. 
If you desire to sit on your couch all weekend and watch Netflix while eating chips and cake, do it. Your desires don't have to make sense to anyone else except for you. You don't even need to have an explanation for your desires. When I first came up with the idea of starting a blog, I really didn't know why I wanted to do it. It just felt right. And as I continued to follow that desire, my purpose and my reasons became more clear. Same with coaching and starting a business and starting this podcast. None of it made a logical sense when I first encountered it, but it all just felt so right and filled me with this deep inner knowing of, yes, I want that. I wouldn't have made any big moves in my life if I hadn't followed my desires and trusted that even though things might not always make sense to the people around me or even to myself, I'm allowed to go in the direction of what feels right. So your desires don't have to be explainable right away. You don't have to justify yourself to anyone else. You can just do something because it feels good. I truly believe one of the most empowering things you can do for yourself is to follow what lights you up and makes you feel whole. Those are your true desires. And even though you might not be able to explain why something lights you up and makes you feel whole, you're still allowed to follow it. If I hadn't decided to start a website back in 2018, even though I had no idea what I was doing, I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you today. I think so much of life is designed to take us away from our desires or lead us to believe that our desires aren't important, but they are. They are so important, and that's why it's a radical act of self-love to satisfy your desires. Don't give in to external pressure and arbitrary societal narratives of what you should want, and instead, follow what you do want. Write that book adopt that dog, have kids, don't have kids, apply for that job that everyone tells you is risky, quit the job that drains you, pick up a new hobby, take a three-hour long walk, eat some ice cream, do what brings you joy. Your desires are what make life worth living, so satisfy them and keep on satisfying them no matter what. Our fourth act of radical self-love is to connect with your soul. Now, when I say soul, I really just mean the truest essence of who you are, your most authentic self, the you that is there when everything else is stripped away. Connecting with your soul may require you to take a step away from the noise and externally driven factors in life to just be with yourself, to get quiet and listen to what's happening in your mind, feel what's happening in your heart, and just be in your body. We live in a society that doesn't really encourage this or even address this part of being human, and I think that's very unfortunate. This should be more in the mainstream, and I think it slowly is beginning to be brought to light more, and that's great because we all deserve to know how to connect with ourselves on that deep level, to live in relationship with who we really are. Because when we don't know how to do this, I think we can become more impressionable and susceptible to living our lives out of alignment and disconnected from who we really are. I know, because that was me up until like two or three years ago. And realizing that you have spent your whole life living as a washed out version of yourself and becoming so disconnected from your soul that you don't even know who you really are, that's some scary stuff. And some people get to the end of their lives until they realize their life wasn't really their own or they didn't live the life they truly wanted. And that's because there are so many things in our external environment that are really good at distracting us, disconnecting us, keeping us busy so that spending time listening to our souls isn't even an option or a possibility. 
But there is another way to live, my friend, and that's why I think connecting with your soul is an act of radical self-love. So figure out what works best for you to connect with your most authentic self, the most aligned version of your being. Self-reflection really helps. Journaling might work for you, even spiritual practices like meditation. It can be anything that just helps you tune out everything that's happening around you and in your life so that you can tune into everything that's happening within you. Find the courage to go inward and see what you find there. Your soul is always there, waiting for you with so much love. And trust me when I say that the more attention you put towards it, and the more you connect with your soul, the more you will truly love yourself, and the more both your inner and outer life will thrive. And finally, the fifth act of radical self-love is to seek and receive aligned support. I talked about the empowerment that can be found in receiving support back in episode 13, So if you haven't listened to that yet, you can head back to that one if you want to hear more about this topic. But I included it here as well because to me, seeking and receiving aligned support is one of the best things you can do to enhance your self-love in ways that feel authentic to you. And that's the key here. It needs to be aligned support. So support that is there to serve you and your highest good. So maybe that means it's just not a good idea to go to that friend who always seems to turn the conversation around to them and their problems when you go to them with your own issues. They don't listen to you or treat you with empathy or seem to care at all about how you're feeling or what you're going through. That's not aligned support at all. That's not support, period. You deserve so much better than that. And that doesn't need to mean completely cutting off people who are like that in your life, unless you feel like that's absolutely necessary. But if you think they still deserve to take up space in your life in some capacity, maybe you just decide to not go to them with your big problems because you know that they probably won't give you the support you need and that you're worthy of. I've learned this lesson myself throughout my young adulthood, and I'm still making peace with the fact that I do have some friendships and relationships in my life where I just don't talk about certain things as much or at all because I feel like I don't receive aligned support from them. I have people in my life who I know I can go to with my hard emotions and my big issues because I know with them I will feel seen and heard and that's all I need when I'm going through some tough stuff. So it's really up to you to decide what aligned support looks like for you and also to become aware of the sources of support in your life that are still valuable to you but are maybe not as aligned as others. Having aligned support sources in your life is crucial because as much as self-love comes from within, it can also definitely be impacted either positively or negatively by external factors. Receiving aligned support essentially enhances your self-love because this kind of support brings you back to yourself, to the essence of who you are, to your most authentic self. It does not attempt to make you believe you need to fix yourself or change into something else or take you further away from who you are. It always brings you back home to yourself. Finding this kind of support isn't always easy because honestly, I don't think everyone knows how to give this kind of support. And that's totally okay and understandable. Not everyone in your life has to provide this kind of support to you. But if there is no one or only a couple people in your life who give this kind of support to you, I really encourage you to seek more aligned support, whether it be in new friendships or relationships with romantic partners or relatives or a mentor or a therapist. And of course, Having a coach, like myself, is a great way to receive aligned support because as a coach, my whole purpose and mission and job is to provide the kind of support that always brings my clients closer to their true self. 
I come to a coaching relationship knowing that it's not my place to change them into someone else or fix them or give them band-aid solutions and plans of action that don't really get to the core of what's going on. What will be more beneficial and empowering is to guide them in the direction of themselves, to help them push aside all the crap that's blocking them from their true self. To me, providing a line to support as a coach is to meet someone where they are and help them bring themselves towards where they want to be in the way that's best for them and that brings the most joy and meaning and empowerment. So yeah, if you're looking for some aligned support, that's what I do. That's what I believe I'm in this life to do and I'd be so honored to offer that to you. And if that's not your thing, that's totally cool too. You can receive aligned support from other sources in life that'll also help you strengthen your self-love in ways that are best for you. And those are the five acts of radical self-love for today. The first was to protect your boundaries. The second was to fulfill your needs. And then there was satisfy your desires, connect with your soul, and seek and receive aligned support. These acts are radical, they're empowering, and they are all powerful reminders that self-love is always available to you and that at your core, you are love. All humans are made of love. It's one of the most basic parts of our soul makeup. That's what I believe at least. So try these acts out for yourself and just show yourself some love. I hope these were all helpful for you in your own self-love journey. If you'd like to chat about these or you have any questions or any acts of radical self-love that you'd like to add, I'd love to hear from you. So reach out to me and we can chat. The best way to reach me is at my email, which is shaylenivany at livingembrace.ca. And you can also use the contact me page on my website. And I'm also on Instagram at living.embrace. My inbox and messages are always open to you and I'd love to connect with you. And if you're interested in the Embrace Your Transformation program, make sure to sign up for a coaching conversation with me before this month is over, so by May 31st, so that you can receive the 25% off and the bonus Oracle card reading and integration session. I'll put the link to everything you need to know about the program in the show notes, and feel free to reach out to me with any questions or concerns. And yeah, that brings us to the end of the episode. Remember that you are always worthy of loving yourself. Try these five acts of radical self-love and trust that they're all available to you so that you can serve yourself and your highest good. I'm sending you so much love and I will talk to you in the next episode. 